Welcome to Run, Build, Grow, the podcast that laces up its running shoes and dives deep into the heart of the communal spirit of running. I'm your host, Andrew Ware, and I'm thrilled to take you on this journey where we explore stories that go beyond the pavement. I'd like to begin this episode by inviting you to support this podcast by following or subscribing on your favorite podcasting platform or finding it online at communityrunpod.com. While you're online, head over to Apple Podcasts or Spotify and rate and review the podcast to help others notice how much you enjoy it. And if you leave a review, I will read those reviews in the next podcast. Share the podcast with your running community as we grow on the run and beyond. And if you would like to support my work with a monetary donation, head on over to patreon.com slash runninrev and become a member of the Runnin' Rev Run Club to help continue to keep this podcast awesome and this community great. In this episode, I have a conversation with Thomas Hicks, who is the president of Tidewater Striders. Uh, This was the first episode I recorded, so it doesn't have the same uh, flow as the previous two episodes, but it is still a great conversation that I have with Thomas. If you'd like to hear a little bit more about Thomas, I recorded an episode with him on my previous podcast called Active Faith Podcast. Um, and the link to that is in the show notes. If you'd like to listen to that and head back over or listen to this one and then listen to that one, uh, Thomas is a great character, a great guy, and definitely has done a lot for Hampton Roads as he's led in the Tidewater Striders. Uh, so let's dive into this conversation. Welcome in, folks. Uh, hopefully you're doing well. Today we have Thomas Hicks, uh, the president of Tidewater Striders, uh, Boston qualifier. Uh, man, I mean, Thomas's accolades are like millions of miles long. Thomas, how you doing today? Good. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing well. Um, so as we kind of get this podcast, uh, this episode started, for our listeners, uh, maybe unpack just for a second uh, what it has meant for you uh, to be a part of a running community, whether it's Striders, whether it's things that you did before you were you know, solely affiliated with Striders, what has the running community meant for you? Well, I can tell you the best would be the way I started in the running community. Um, back, was it 14 years ago, uh, close 13 years ago, 13, 14 years ago, when I uh, left the Pentagon, D.C., and I came here to retire, um, I, uh, that was after my MS diagnosis and, um, I started getting in shape to help fight my MS and, uh, I started running again and I went to a race and then I found the group called Hampton Roads Runners. Well, Hampton Roads Runners was like the only like group around like meetup groups and stuff. Now you have all these run clubs, but mm-hmm. Hampton Roads Runners had, um, three or four meetups an evening in different places all over Hampton Roads. So I found these people that ran, ran and I started training with them. And these are people that I'm still really good friends with. You know, William Talent is one of them. Mm. Um, you know, Eric Martinez, guys that are really close friends of mine. But we all started running together <clears throat> and um, we started going races together and doing things together, socials together. And um, it was just, uh, just helped me uh, focus on feeling better and running. Um, So the community, that group was so awesome, but then it expanded for me when um, I wanted to get my sons into 
running and uh, somebody from Hampton Roads Runners that I would meet up at 530 in the morning, an older gentleman told me about Tidewater Striders. So I looked into the Striders, assigned my kids up and got them in new energy. That's how I met John Lighting, another mm-hmm. good friend of mine. His kids were in new energy at the time as well. And he was coaching. So I got into coaching at Mount Trashmore with that, got into the Striders, um, and then seen all the great things the Striders do and the, all the community races and all that stuff. Then I started getting into really racing and then, you know, started going to JNA races and uh, metal events, just going around and going to all the events and just seeing how great the community was. Um, and then just the support of the communities when uh, people started finding out about my health issues and all the things I was going through. I mean, I was, yeah, I was many races. I was, I was taken in the hospital for an ambulance a few times and, you know, I've had so many issues in the past uh, and then just having the community wrap around me and support me uh, was really awesome. Um, back in the day when I would put on, I would put on a church I was going to, um, we put on a, uh, a race, a 5k, um, to raise money for MS and, you know, uh, JNA helped support that, um, you know, uh, get that going. So a lot of good support for me personally over the years with the running community, when I had to start running with a stroller, um, you know, Jerry was the first, I asked him, he was the first one to let, you know, cause the rule is you're supposed to start in the back, but mm-hmm. I'm still running fast. So things like that. People would always support things that I did and they supported me and understood, uh, same thing with metal events, same thing with striders. Cause I wasn't part of striders then they were letting, they were, <laughs> they were actually the last ones to be okay oh, with man. running. That's <laughs> one of the reasons why I kept, I was like, ah, it's almost, I think it's time for new leadership over there so that's one of you know what i mean it's so basically um it's just the whole community how how they supported me with my health issues and helped me grow um and that's why i went into the striders and wanted to give back to the community and why i do all what i do for the community um is because how much support i got over the years and you don't get a better support than this. Mm -hmm. Um, You don't, I mean, all the great run clubs out there, everyone's any club you go to any meetup you go to, everyone is, um, you know, it's just, it's just a great community. People do care. Right. Yeah. Um, It's very welcoming. Uh, People, I mean, people care about each other. They care about um, how they do, you know, uh, raising people up and that's what it's about. Right. Getting people out together uh, and all that. So, that's kind of from the beginning how I feel about the running community and why I do the things because of sort of support I've gotten for so many years. And, uh, and, and you talk about your MS, uh, your multiple sclerosis. And for those of you listening, I'll link in the show notes to an episode of my other podcast, Active Faith that Thomas and I recorded. Um, and you talk about sort of the welcoming reception you, you received, even in the midst of, of, of struggling with this uh, neurological, you know, disorder that you have. And so what has it been like as you've been running with folks, as you've been participating, uh, that not only have the people along this journey helped you become a better runner, but even so that, you know, have they been the folks there, you know, supporting you along your MS journey? Because even just in the last year, I know, knowing you, you've had some ups and downs in terms of, you know, bouts and flare ups and things like that, you know, is 
are these relationships they're coming from you know running on the trails but are they also kind of coming along where like having a bad day and and maybe they're like texting you back and forth and things like that oh yeah i can tell you i mean for over the years i mean i've uh, you know, I've, like I said, I've been put in the hospital after a race or, um, people find out that I have issues. Um, people come visit me in the hospital. Um, they've called text, um, you know, Facebook stuff, uh, you know, Facebook messenger, or, uh, just comment on Facebook. People just really care. Um, and that, that and means so much, right. Um, I had, I was, I would say 2014, 2015 was my hardest years. I never thought I would actually be able to run like run competitively again like you know um just just going to be slugging it out for the rest of of my life as long as i could possibly hold it and people really were really supportive during that um so that time was really difficult with for me at you know going from running really good to knowing oh my body's probably eating up forever now but very supportive um same thing um i was on a cane in august for three three weeks most of Mm -hmm. august i was on a cane because my balance issues were so bad i couldn't walk and uh people were so supportive of that uh of me and um i really appreciate that like it was very appreciative that people cared they they do care they reach out to me and they understand um and then and uh, you know now i'm running good again (laughs) knock on (laughs) knock on wood right (laughs) so i had a good harbor light so i had you know, things are happening and, um, but it's nice to have that support. Right. And like we talked about all the run clubs, I tried to go and, and, you know, uh, you know, I, I, I try to go as much as possible. It's, it's, it's hard for me to kind of go to all the groups and stuff because I have a family. Yeah. Um, my daughter is in, um, new energy and soccer, right. Yeah. So that takes my whole week in the evenings out. So oh, I God. do try to go through the community, um, because, I love being around the groups. Um, that's one of the reasons we Strider started the uh, run club of the month. Mm-hmm. So we can make sure we get out at least um, once a month with one of the run clubs. Uh, uh, so we can, you know, uh, talk, enjoy each other, uh, find out what's going on, you know, and stay focused together in the running community. But, but I've had a lot of people, a lot of, I mean, like I said, a lot of great friends, a lot of support. Mm-hmm. I mean, like Rob Hunter from Endeavor, me, we've been friends for 13, 14 years uh, from the beginning when I run. Same as Talent, William Talent, um, Eric Martinez. Uh, those guys, we've been together for uh, David Mick for years, right? <clears throat> so those guys, um, uh, literally, when I say they've lifted me up, they've literally lifted me from the ground before. Like mm. run, on runs, yeah. I've fallen from spasms and they've picked me up and supported me. They've had to go run, go get their car to drive where I am to pick me up and take me back to our where we started our long run at. So there's so much to, to talk about. Right. Yeah. How many how much caring I've had over the years um, to support. And again, that is the reason I do what I do for the running community is because mm-hmm. of how much I know that people do care. Right. Yeah. And that's why, you know, I, I go out and I do all this, this stuff uh, uh, for the communities because of what everyone has done for me. And that's exactly why I do it because of, yeah. I, I know everyone cares. Right. Um, so you, you have to try to sh- show that back and that's what I try to do. And so there's this extension of, you know, you've been here for, you know, 
this this great amount of time and have been a part of these smaller groups. And as these smaller groups have kind of gotten in, now you find yourself in a position where you are in a room making decisions about what Hampton Roads running can look like, uh, whether it's, you know, in the Tidewater Striders, meet with the board for Tidewater Striders, uh, and we'll talk about them in a second, or, you know, you're meeting with all the presidents of, you know, Striders and Peninsula Track Club and Colonial Roadrunners, or you're meeting with, you know, each of these individual run clubs, it's, you know, hearing your story, it's it's taking what you've experienced from all these great places, all of these friendships that have fostered over this time. And now it's finding ways to create a space for those friendships to foster in other ways between other people. Um, And I think one of the greatest examples for me was was not this year, but last year at Harbor Lights when we were doing the JNA race and Runsimo forgot their tent and didn't have a tent. Um, and even though we were registered with different clubs, different groups, it's like, no, come on and hang out. You know, I think we recognize the, the way in which, you know, we lift each other up and especially this year, everybody being along that, that corridor there at the finish line and cheering all these runners on, you know, most of the times we don't even know the names of the runners. We don't know, you know, what their journey has been like, but, you know, being able to take what, what we've received in the running community and be able to offer it back to other folks, uh, you know, I think that that's one of the big things that helps this community continue to grow, continue to, uh, you know, be on, be on, not be on show, but just be there for other folks so that, you know, we've got people coming in and finishing and they're just motivated by what's happening in this community. Oh, I, of course. And I, I don't think you, you know, I, I know Jerry Frostick has said it a few times at certain other events of about how this community is so awesome, right? I mean, it's such a great community. It could, I think I talked to him about this before. If you think about it, right, you have one of the largest run clubs in the United States of America. You have one of the largest small business running companies, J&A mm-hmm. Racing, that puts on one of the best marathons probably in the country, right? You have multiple, multiple run clubs and run groups in the area. Um, I've been all over the country, and I don't remember – having seeing just a running community like this right mm-hmm. i mean you have multiple choice we the striders uh avi put this thing together not too long ago that has every run club uh, run group um it's a list of every club and every group and when they meet if yep. you look at that list it's amazing like yeah. every day you're somewhere for you to go multiple places to go and meet up and run with people right to enjoy and camaraderie enjoy each other and different areas right norfolk um virginia beach chesapeake fort smith Suffolk. there's everywhere you can go so i don't know another area that has that because when i went to the rca convention and i told them about our community right when i i spoke there um people just couldn't believe that we had that going on in our community right that we had all these different things i mean they uh, because People are like, oh, we're trying to build our youth program, but we can't get people to volunteer and all this. We don't have that problem. Yeah, We get people out to volunteer because the reason why we can get people out to volunteer for all the events around here is because everyone's so involved and everyone communicates. And everyone wants to support each other, which is really great the way it's supposed to be, right? Yeah. So I think that's what's so great about this area is that we got so many great things. And then, you know, talk about 
all the great things we have. Also, we have great running stores. We have running, et cetera. We have uh, point two. We, we just have such a great community and everyone's supportive of it. So I think, I think that's why it's so awesome around here and why we can't help not to support and help yeah. each other. And, and that, that's what it's about. Cause we all, everyone has the same goal, right? Mm-hmm. The same goal. Well, not the same goal, but everyone yeah. has a goal in, in running. It's either, you know, be healthy, uh, improve not everyone's going to win races not everyone's going to get age group awards right but did you beat yourself i mean did Mm -hmm. you are you better today than you were yesterday and that's what it's about and i think everybody's good about that you know um another great group like pack training you know we we meet on saturday mornings so we've been meeting with pack for for the last couple years over there they're another great group they're all about just lifting each other up um and all that, like your group, you guys are great. We meet up with you guys plenty of time, run some more. Yep. Um, you know, I, I just, it's just great. Um, and like I said, get to go see them every month for run clubs in a month. Mm-hmm. Some of the clubs I know, like you guys, I've been out there before. Some of the clubs for the first time, like RWB, I've, I've actually never been to RWB to last month when they were our run club of the month. So it was cool to kind of uh, be involved with them and see how they do things. Um, you know, Ocean View Run Club. Run yeah. OV. I mean, it's just, it's so many <laughs> groups, you know, well, Norfolk, and, Run Club, FOMO. It's just unbelievable. And, and and they all kind of, they, they all kind of have their own little, you know, niche within their communities. You know, we yeah. have, we have clubs that are catered like towards veterans. I know we have clubs that are catered towards like military spouses towards, you know, um, we have the the stroller pushers. Oh gosh, I can't even remember the name. Stroller anymore. Warriors, right? The stroller, stroller Warriors. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah, and a couple of places on that. Um, and you know, it makes me reflect back. You know, 15 years ago when I left Hampton Roads for the first time and went to college. You know, for me, the only thing I knew was my high school cross country team, New Energy, and Tidewater Striders. Um, you know, I got my first pair of running shoes at running, etc. And then I I kind of joke and jest that I came back and it was like there's this you know, kind of like you talked about, there was this huge like explosion of now it's like, now it's not just kind of focused around like Hampton Roads runners and Tidewater Striders, but it's this huge thing. Um, and, and to think about kind of how that started with just a bunch of people kind of saying, uh, you know, the way that we started run Samo was just like, Hey, there is like nothing happening in this like Western branch area of, of Hampton Roads right now. And, you know, just to be able to kind of see a lot of that flourish and come about, you know, I talk, uh, I, I talked before that, you know, uh, and to kind of move ourselves towards Tidewater Striders, you know, Tidewater Striders, it, you know, 1972, what started out with, with just 15 local runners who were like, Hey, we need something. We need something here. Uh, just seeing kind of like the flashpoint that, creating this community that bringing people together has when you start to develop running, not just as something that can take you from one place to another, not as something that can just help you to hit your goals, but running as a chance to practice community and then running as a chance to give back to the community. Um, And a lot of the stuff that we've, that especially we've seen here in Hampton roads of being able to give back to the community a lot of it kind of begins with that sort of original Tidewater Striders mentality. Um, and and you've been the president now for how long? Five years, five years for, now. For, for five years. Um, and even seeing in your tenure, the way that things have kind of bolstered up, 
to really not, you know, it's it's very community focused, right? You know, you're putting on races where you're inviting folks and and offering a, a competitive place for people to compete, for people to hit their goals, right? Um, y'all do the track events, y'all do 5K, you do Elizabeth River Run, but then you also have this arm where it's like, all right, we're not just running all the time. Um, but you have like adopt a trail, you are doing these food drives, you're doing these community outreach events. Um, and so what sort of role has a lot of that stuff played in helping not just to make Hampton Roads a great running community, but what sort of role have those community outreach things played in Hampton Roads and Tidewater Striders just being an embedded part of Hampton Roads? Like, when something's wrong, people call Tidewater Striders to help, not just because you need to run, but because you need something done. Yeah, we, we, I mean, listen, I'm, I put in about four to six hours a day, a majority of it's um, dealing with not just our races, but dealing with the community as well, right? We're always, everyone's always coming to us and asking us how we can help with their races or uh, with community and um, they want to do this. I, I want to do this event. I want to put on a race to raise money for this, my school, this, or that. Um, we're just here totally to support. Um, we also, um, we also time, uh, high school, the Virginia beach high school, cross country races, mm -hmm. the dual meets. We do that. And again, we don't, we don't charge for that. We do all that stuff we do to support the community. We also do, um, like you said, the adopt the trails and all those programs that we do, um, we're just the outreach. We just want to give back. When the Striders first started, it was to give back to the community. Um, everything that comes into us, we go right back at, right back out. And that's that's how we are. We're a club. We're a nonprofit. So um, we're here to support. We're not here to – and, again, <clears throat> we'll support anybody. Like, mm -hmm. we've had people that had races going on the same weekend as us, and they wanted help and support. We supported them. Yeah. We actually put their race – on our, you know, we'll, we'll put them on our website, whatever we will support them, um, full on because that's what we're supposed to do. Right. Um, again, that's what it's about. We're about the community. We're about supporting everything. And, and again, it's, I mean, the striders all came about from, you know, Jerry Brokery got a couple guys together. They started yep. Shamrock Marathon. And then a few weeks later, they started the Tidewater Striders. Yep. So it's just, and it just boomed from there. And then for years and years, they just wanted to support the community, build the community. And now <clears throat> we put it to a, we, and then for, and then for a little bit, things started, Striders were still doing races, but they weren't supporting the community as much, right? Wasn't out for a lot of community events and things. We're still doing the highway and the top the trail, but not out, you know, pushing, pushing stuff, like helping the community build. And I think the last five years, we were really good with that. We were there during COVID when, um, <clears throat> when uh, a lot of people couldn't put on races, but yeah. because we could do it because we were a nonprofit and we were okay. We don't have to pay our staff. We're okay about, we lost a little money. That's not a big deal. Right. We're, it, it's just about keeping running alive. And that's what we did. Um, and we fully supported that. Uh, we did it to help. We did it in a safe way, fully safe. And, um, and we enjoyed that we can give back to the community and the community gave back to us. We had full support from everyone else, right? Like, you know, running, et cetera, point two, uh, people really supported, support us doing those things as well. So, 
Yeah, I, I just think that the community, this community is pretty awesome, man. I mean, yeah. we, we go to the events. We see it, um, you know, at Shamrock. They had the um, the alley. Uh, what was that called? The Run Club Alley. The right? Run Club the, Alley, yeah. Run Club Alley. I mean, that was pretty pretty amazing. I, I set up the Strider tent beforehand, and then, you know, I ran the half. And when I went through that half, that was pretty cool. It was, yeah. it you know... Um, it was pretty exciting to go through that. And then, you know, like, you know, I know Jerry mentioned it, but you see like Shamrock, people come from all over the country to run Shamrock. Oh, so yeah. you see people from all over the country. They're saying, wow, what the heck is that? I mean, that's the community. That's all the run clubs in, around here locally. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty impressive that you see that. Even what you said um, at Harbor Lights, you know, that you had lined up all the run clubs were there cheering, hanging out with each other, talking, you know, it was just so these things. That's pretty amazing when everybody can come together and and enjoy themselves. And it, and it is there's friendly competition here and there, right? Always. We have our little, Always. we have our competition. You know, Harbor Lights had the Harbor Lights Cup, and we have this. You know, it's friendly competition. No one's going home with. We still have the fastest money. runner in Hampton Roads. Yeah, <laughs> oh. a bucket, a bucket of money, right? <laughs> so. I'm just saying, yeah, it is, it is what it is. We all, it's, it's, it's cool to have that kind of back and forth and stuff like that. I mean, you know, us and see colonial Roadrunners, we're always going at each other for the age group, age grade, uh, team, you know, yep. we're always giving each other hell. They, you know, they just took it from us at ER. We've had it like four years in a row and they finally beat us. Um, so, I mean, it's, it, it's fun. It's, yeah. that's what it's all about. And even the, fa even the, 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 the faster runners, the competitive runners, everybody has their, you know, we, we still support each other, but we still want to beat each other as well. Yeah. Right. Well, and there, and, and there's this huge, you know, matter of perspective and everything, because we, we see that all the time, you know, I can come up to you after a race and be like, you know, how did you do? And, you know, you'll have gotten like second or third or or sometimes first, depending on the competition of the race. Um, and, 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 you know, there's ragging back and forth, you know, especially if Ryan Carroll's running and and you maybe got beat out by him. But but there's also like the sentimentality that um, what was it, Chaz, two years ago, like you got second to Ryan and then we're all just like palling around at yeah. Momac afterwards, just drinking. And so, I mean, you're right. Like there's a there's a level of understanding between all of us that we can both you know, that, you know, this, this idea of community is we're here for each other. We're backing each other up. We're having fun together. But I mean, we can also like make it competitive. We had a guy coming to run club last night after we lost out on those belts at tacky sweater. Uh, and we were all just like, you know, furious and angry. And, and he's like, man, I didn't realize like run club was so like intense and competitive. I'm like, I'm like, Look, we may like sit back and like drink three or four beers, like after we run, but no, we're going to go in there if yeah. there is a belt or a, or a cup or something that can be won, we're going to put our best effort into it. Um, yeah. But I think about that run club tunnel at, at Shamrock. And um, so, I mean, that's like, that's like the big thing behind wanting to have done this podcast because, you know, that was, I, I remember running Shamrock when I was in college uh, and, and coming through and, and, and the course was reversed back when I ran it, when I ran yeah. the marathon. Um, and, uh, you know, for those of you who don't know, go and look at the Shamrock course. You kind of have like the northern portion and the southern portion. And right now you run north first and then south. Uh, but it used to be flipped for the marathon. But I remember that that kind of section of Atlantic, 
like just getting ready to either go onto the boardwalk or now for you all going all the way south down to down to Rudy Inlet Bridge. You know, it used to be just completely dead, like this yeah. dead zone of running. Um, and I remember talking to Pete Hansen after the race and just saying, man, that was so great. Cause for me in the half marathon, it was like right as I'm finishing the race. Um, and I was like, gosh, it was just such a boost and, and seeing all the run clubs and especially like knowing the run community here. And, you know, as I'm running through the groups, you know, seeing the folks from run Samoth, seeing the folks from striders, seeing, you know, uh, James Moore with, with, uh, at, at the Endeavor tent or, you know, Tommy Neeson giving me heck every time I'm out there, you know, it's those kinds of things that kind of, we can give each other crap, give each other heck. And, but we also like support each other because we want to see the best. It's like, you know, I know you, Thomas, you don't, I mean, you like to win races, but you don't want to just win by like a country mile. Like you enjoy the competition and you enjoy the people around you. And I think we can all look and see that when there is that sort of competitive spirit and when there is that community mentality, you know, it's pushing us to do these amazing things, whether it's PR or events or, you know, set records or, you know, whatever it is. Yeah. It's about lifting each other up. And, and that's how it is. Again, your competition, you want to beat the person, right. When you're racing, but you're also going to lift, you know, you also lift each other up afterwards, you know, good race. Sorry. You know, somebody has a bad race. Sorry. You had a bad race and it happens, right. We all yeah. have bad days. We don't feel good. You know, things happen. And, um, you know, I, for me, to be honest, I like to see other people do well. Right. I mean, I know what I can do and, and sometimes my health, it doesn't help. Right. But you know, I still do it, but I do. I honestly like to see people do well. Like, yeah, that's why I like to cheer them on. I like to see, I don't, I've always want to see people get better. Right. And when you see a person that runs a 26 something 5k and they just freaking PR by a whole minute because yep. they've been working their butts off. Right. They lost some weight and they lost, that is what fuels me as well. Like, love seeing that's why i love on facebook when people do post about what they do and stuff like that like oh i just pr'd in my minute or you know i'm getting faster and all that stuff it's just great to see because it's supportive and that's what people that's why people join groups as well mm -hmm. it's they join it because they want that camaraderie that that you need to lift each other up right you know, well, there's that idea yeah. thing, but if people do lift each other and that's what people, people need. Some people need that in their life. They need that person saying, Hey, it's okay. You had a bad race. You're going to be good next time. And, or man, you just PR I'm so happy for you. I mean, for when someone's more happy than I am in my race, that's pretty cool. Right? Like, yeah, <laughs> that is pretty neat. I mean, we've had people Boston qualify this weekend, right? That have yep. been working the Boston qualify really working hard for the last couple of years to Boston qualify and they Boston qualified this, you know, I was as happy as they were because yep. I, you know how much work they put into it. Right. So, um, and how, and you, you want to keep that energy going because that keeps them intrigued and wanting to do more and all that stuff. So I, I think that's, and, I, and it's all around the community. Everybody's like that. I mean, I, you know, I, I don't know anybody that, you know, wants someone not, to succeed. I mean, that, yeah. that wouldn't be very good, but most people want everyone to, to do better. And, um, again, a lot of people ain't out there to break records. A lot of people out there to be, just be healthy, right? Yeah. Just to live a better, healthy lifestyle. I mean, I started running again to fight my MS Yeah. and I'm, and I'm racing and I'm doing well, that's great. Right. But at the end of the day, if I'm still standing 
up straight and not in a wheelchair, that's still a win for me, right? Mm -hmm. Even though I might say, God darn it, I had a bad race, <laughs> pissed <laughs> off, whatever. But but it's still at the end of the day, the goal is to stay healthy. Yeah. That is the goal. And um, and that's what's so great about I mean, again, I've been in this community now for 13, 14 years, and it's just it's a wonderful, it's a wonderful community. And I think Hamden Roads is one of the only places, and, and there's nothing against, you know, uh, I ran in D.C., I ran when I lived in in Richmond, and I mean, Richmond is one of the things that fostered my love for running community, because it was one of the first, you know, run teams that I had been, at, run clubs that I had been a part of since I was in cross country in high school and a part of the Striders, uh, but I always love it. And and one of the reasons I love races at the Dismal Swamp is, is some of these out and back courses or courses where people are like, you know, running opposite directions during the race. I, it doesn't matter if it's like the the people towards the end of the race and 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 the walkers or the people up front, like running, like running these fast times. But there is an acknowledgement of everything that everybody is doing. And I will hear people who are running like the same pace that I am at my, you know, 637 flat miles and stuff like that. And we're cheering on the folks on the other side of the road. They're cheering us on as we're going along. You know, it, it, it's this collective understanding. And I, to, to me, when we start talking about running community and we start talking about, you know, what are the ways that we all grow together? This is one of the imperative things that sometimes often gets missed is that, you know, we do running a lot for ourselves. And I think that there are those folks who, you know, they are those solar, solo runners. They are those alone runners. But I also think that there's something to be said for, you know, us all lifting each other up together. You know, we've done it at Runsimo where it's kind of like, hey, you know, Mike and I, are, who are the leaders of Runsimo, we'll just be like, hey, I'm going on a, a four mile run and whoever wants to join me, join me. And they're like, oh, we can't keep up with you. I said, and Mike and I have a rule. When we do these, we say, nope, we go off the pace of the easiest runner. And so whatever that easy pace is, you know, we'll drop back and we'll kind of just hang out and have conversation. If we go you know 12 minute pace that's fine if we're you know run walking that's fine but it's that it's that community thing and we see the community continue to get uh continue to get built up through that and so uh for you moving forward you know i know you've got a bunch of exciting things on the docket not just with tidewater striders but i also know you know some of the goals and plans that you have um are you i can't remember are you going back to boston yeah so yeah I know, I know I said this before, but, um, I think people get confused because, um, I have a thing, I have a motto is called one more round. Yeah. One more round for me is I, it's not just one last race. One more round is, um, uh, for me when I feel like, um, it, it's a saying, it's a, it's my friend gave this to me years ago and pretty much what one more round is when you get knocked down and you're getting beat up. And that's what this sickness does, right? Beats you up. And then you just say, listen, I'm going to go out and fight today. I like, I have one more round. So that's mm -hmm. how I do every day in my life. I fight like I have today's my last day. That's what I go to fight. So it's your fight one more round. So when I say it's my last boss and people are like thinking it's one more round it, I've been for years that, that I was saying one more round of was my last Boston. No, that's not what it is. One more round is the way I do it. But because Boston does not allow me to push and I have to have yeah. people tend on me and, and guide and hold it. And it just beats my body up. 
because I'm unbalanced. I don't have nothing to lean on. It's, it's really, really battle with my body. So this year, last in, in, um, Marine Corps marathon last year, I got to qualify, uh, with Hannah pushing mm-hmm. her for angels, angels. So we qualified for Boston and we got in this year. So I'm going to push her this year and this will be my last Boston. It'll be my, I think it'll be my 10th Boston and my last yeah. one. So, well, and, uh, and your Boston journeys, at least the last couple have been interesting because the last Boston you did was one of the first ones where the Boston athletic association allowed this different start time for uh disabled differently abled runners yeah. am i correct yeah yeah they they uh, they've gotten so much better so i've been in that program for years right and yeah. the program has gotten so much better over the years i mean way better like they were start they were starting us in the back and it was now they were more up front um you know uh we we have vip uh, access now where they put us in a, in a, uh, church beforehand. And then we mm-hmm. go to the VIP tent after. So we're, we're, we're treated good. We get the ride. Nice, not school buses, but real luxury buses. So, um, we do get treated really well. The program is just getting a lot better. So, mm-hmm. um, and then, you know, they used to have Dick and Rick Hoyt used to be the only people that used to push. Now there's, mm-hmm. I think they allow 12, 10 to 12, um, team uh you know team hoyts to push yeah. uh duo teams and uh we were lucky enough to be selected as one of them we were qualified yeah um it's not hard to select because there ain't that many people that can qual- qualify <laughs> pushing pushing um pushing because you have to have for for duo team both people have to be over 18 right yeah so and me and hannah are actually going to be the first team that are uh both fully um uh, disabled, like, um, so, she, you know, she's disabled and I'm also disabled. So a disabled yeah. athlete pushing a disabled athlete, um, which is, uh, which is pretty cool. Right. I mean, it's, it's a, it's a pretty neat thing that we're both, um, you know, I, I don't know if they're going to give me a guide yet. <laughs> Cause usually I get a guide yeah. now that I'm pushing. I might, I, I don't know yet. I'll but, say, Dean did it for you last time, didn't he? Yeah, but because I can't, I can't run really fast without the stroke because I can't move my balance. Yeah. So we just go pretty. I'm, I'm trying to run three. I'm trying to still run three fifteen pushing her. So I'm gonna need Damn. somebody. Oh that my can, gosh. I'm gonna need somebody that can haul a little bit, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and because if there's an issue with me, I'm gonna need someone to grab. It's not just me, right? Yeah. If something's wrong with me. I got a, another person there that needs. <laughs> That needs Tend to, help to yeah. tend to. So um because if I'm doing it, I want to go out, I'm gonna give it all. You know, I have to work a little harder, I have to do some more upper body strength because I can tell you between mile 16 and 20, hitting heartbreak, going up with that 180 yep. pounds. Because with the stroller and her in there, it's probably gonna be 180 pounds going up, going up those hills. At um, least. Yeah. So I'm gonna need um all the push I can and all the yeah. strength strength i need to get up there but yeah i'm very excited about that um there was many times me and dean were running and we're like we've seen somebody with a stroller we're like hey we're gonna take your baby and we'll meet us at the finish line oh gosh because <laughs> i was ready just to take a stroller and just start leaning you know running yeah and Dean's like well then we would have had to run faster <laughs> yeah my uh my, my favorite thing to do to thomas pre-race is just to try and sit in this stroller to get a ride to the finish line <laughs> yeah, I've, I've also had people try to put the brake on it. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, 
<laughs> yeah, I think but, in the last race we had to tell Mav, hey Mav, you need to like Mike and I because you had mentioned it to us, and so Mike and I mentioned to Mav, like, all right, Mav, just like watch out for Thomas on the start because he will go out. <laughs> yeah. So well, we, yeah. Tell, we tell people, I mean, there's people that go up there, it's just like, you know, um back in the day, I would say, what was it? Uh when I first started running with the stroller all the time, um, there was somebody mentioned behind me said something why is that guy up there right and then i think it was scott ward told him he's like well because you're only going to see him for the first 20 seconds and then you won't see him again yeah <laughs> so they just had no idea right they're like why well, is this guy in a stroller up here until i just took off and they're like oh crap so if it's an out and back course you'll see him again you'll see him yeah, passing you on the yeah. way back yeah so, <laughs> yeah i remember that story scott ward told me that story which somebody mentioned it and he told him he said yeah because you're only going to see him for like 20 seconds yeah no you're not going to see him very long he's going to be so, out and gone so that that that's that, that's a cool that's a cool thing but yeah i'm excited about boston and then i'll see how it goes there i i i don't know after that it, i think the marathons for me are just going to think i'm gonna just go do halves and below because hey it just takes a lot of my body and i i've done who man i've done 20 something marathons so um with ms it's a that's that's a that's hard man i mean yeah that's just it's difficult um i've done one and didn't have a fun time so i can't imagine everything you've been through doing that many <laughs> yeah so I, I i don't have to do that anymore i mean i yeah. I, I mean i got my goal sub, sub three was really hard for me because again i can run these 5ks and 10ks up to a half but anything over that my body really starts breaking down right with the ms mm -hmm. so i've never had a really great uh marathon except for shamrock a couple of years ago i finally got that sub for three ran a 255 flat marathon but um so, I mean, I'm kind of, I'm over that now. Right. Yeah. I had my goal. Uh, I was thinking I wanted to go to sub two fifty, but I just don't think my body will Man. respond well with that. So, and Hey, I'll just the half marathons. Well, I can, I can still run good five K's, eight K's and 10 K's. So I'll take what I can. Half marathon. I have it. Yeah. Half marathon is the best distance. Unarguably. No, <laughs> it is. I mean, if you want to run a longer race, that's it. Cause you don't, yep. you don't get to that point where you're really breaking yourself. Right. Nope. So, so all right, well, let's, uh, I, I have a, a few questions, you know, I like to end with some end of podcast stuff here. Uh, well, here we go. I, I guess we answered this one. So what is your favorite race distance? Oh my, well, <laughs> I was a miler in heart in high school and college. Right. I said a mile is my, it was always my go-to, but uh -huh. right now I love the five K's, man. I just love them. I just, they're just enough, you know, I mean, they're hard. Five K's are very hard because you got to go out. You got to run. Right. Yeah. But I just love the whole, you got to go out and just haul as fast as you can for 3.1 miles. So I just kind of love right now, right now, five K is my, is my distance that I like racing. What has been your favorite race that you have ever run? Favorite race? <laughs> well, I I cannot not say Boston. I'm sorry. Yeah. Boston is down down my favorite. It's it's the World Series of running, right? Yeah. It's the Super Bowl of running. The environment, you're not getting an environment anywhere else. I've been to New York, right? I've run New York, and New York was special because I grew up in New York and I grew yep. up around the marathon. Um, but there's just something about Boston, man, that wants you. That's why I've been back so many times. Once mm -hmm. you go, it's like, it's an addiction. It's like, 
it gets into your blood. Like this is, <laughs> I need to be, I need to be a part of this every single year. Right. Like this is amazing. You, and if you talk to other people that run Boston, they're going to tell you the same thing. That's yeah. why everybody, that's why it's every, it's like an addiction. You see these people go crazy. Like, I hope I get in. I hope I get in. I, yep. I qualified with a minute over. I hope I like this year I was five and a half minutes um, faster than your qualifying time. So, and all these people are like, I can't, I gotta get in. I gotta get in. So because it's so special and they make everyone feel special mm -hmm. uh, in that race. And that's why I hope the qualifying thing never goes away because it's the one race where, you know, yeah, it's not everyone, right? It, yeah. it, you do feel special that you had to work hard to get into something. And, you know, we're not all Olympic qualifiers, right? We're all nope. not going to be that level, but there is a certain level that we still can think we're a little bit better. Yep. <laughs> right. So I would say definitely Boston would be my, is my favorite race. All right. What is your go-to pre-race meal? Go-to? Yeah. Uh, pasta. Pasta. Spaghetti. Right. I do spaghetti and I do spaghetti and I do eggplant. Eggplant parmesan. That's my go-to, especially for a half and a marathon. That's my yeah. go-to. And then what is your go-to running shoe? Well, uh Hoka Hoka, um, the Hoka X's. Ooh, um, yes. The, the carbon X's are the my carbon training X. shoe. Yep. Yeah. And then the Nike, uh, the cheat shoes, you want to call them the Nike <laughs> the zoom flies or whatever. Those no. are my races. Shoes. So I, 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 Hey, to go to run against these other fast guys. You got to wear those. You got to wear what they wear. You know, quick I thing mean, before we hop off, Ryan got me my first Ryan Carroll got me my first pair of super shoes. And the first time I put them on, he had, he had me put them on in a workout. And the first time I put them on, I literally thought I was overstriding because just the bounce off of them. Like it's ridiculous. it is, it, it is, it is so weird. Um, and, you know, even, even in, even in sort of, you know, the, the, the front mid pack where I am, it's, you know, I, I don't know how much of a difference it makes, but I felt really good at the end of my half marathon in the, in the spring and read, a, hey, read it's about not a, It's not cheating because everyone can buy them. It's, I mean, it's I don't know if anybody, everybody can afford them. Afford them. Yeah, <laughs> but, no, 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 yeah, yeah. But they're out there for everyone to use. Right. So, and now everybody's copying, right. Adidas is doing theirs. Um, you know, I, all the other companies are doing their yeah. own version. Of I use the, shoes. I use the Saucony, the Saucony endorphin pros. Those are, okay. those are the ones that I use for race. And I, the, the alpha flies, those things are just so weird. Like they've got like a really weird, like cushion. I can't do the, I can't do the alpha flies. That's why yeah. I still do the, I do the zoom ones. The, oh, okay. The, the zoom. Yeah. yeah. So not the full cheating, like the half cheating shoe. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do Cause it's too high up front. It's too high. Oh, yeah. midpoint. I can't do that. Yeah, the, the zooms, the, the zoom flies, I think they call them the regular the ones, the fast ones. Those are the yeah. ones that I, yeah, I enjoy running with those. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on, Thomas. It's been a great uh, time having you here today. And uh, uh, I'll make sure to have uh, ways to connect with Thomas as well as, you know, I'll, I'll go ahead and put the, the, the Striders event calendar for the year up. I mean, y'all do about 15 or 20 races a year and they got all kinds of fun stuff. So I'll make sure to link to all of that in the show notes. Thomas, you have a good day. You too. Thanks. Thank you for joining another great conversation. And remember, make every mile count.